Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. Hey! EJ Ryan. Yeah. DJ Ryan in the house with Todd Miller. This is, the, to, ra this is the rave episode of your It is. Show. I think we're going to be spitting fire on this one, Todd. <laughs> I feel it coming. Yeah. All right. Welcome, everybody. It's today's episode of Your Daily Scrum. I'm professional scrum trainer Ryan Ripley. That gentleman over there is professional scrum trainer Todd Miller. We hope you don't mind. We're having a little fun. We just came out of a pretty big class today. Mm -hmm. We're teaching the product owner course this week and uh, feeling a little silly. And yeah. uh, so I hope you don't mind a little DJ action. But uh, we do have a cool question that came out of the class and uh, we thought everyone would uh, find it interesting, too. So how does a scrum team handle carryover work, Todd? Yeah. Well, actually, let's start there. What is carryover work? Let's define the term so that we're real clear on what we're talking about here. Yeah. So here's here's my interpretation, right? You'd correct me if if I'm out of if I'm crazy here, but carryover work generally, uh, when I hear people talk about it, that means product backlog items that were in the sprint backlog that were not complete. Yeah. Uh, so it's work that just didn't make it to done. It's not part of the yeah. increment, but we're at the end of a sprint. Right. So when we get there, you know, my initial thought on this, Todd, is we refine that work real quick, maybe as part of a maybe right at the end of sprint review, we kind of get together as a scrum team and we all right, let's figure this out, throw it back on the product backlog. Product owner might do some ordering of it. And then we just wait for the next sprint to address the work. Right. Yeah, we put it we go into sprint planning and we talk about it. Right. And then um, that carryover work that we just and it's actually not carried over. So it's a misnomer, right? We're not we're not carrying work automatically into the next sprint, right? That work goes back on the product backlog and it earns its way, it fights its way back into the next sprint compared to everything else on the product backlog and the stuff that we added and changed and modified during sprint review, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we take those PBIs, whether who cares if work was done on we put them on the product yep. backlog. So can I ask you a question, Ryan? Oh yeah. Why do we have to talk about this so much? Uh, because I think the context of this particular question was, well, we've laid out the next five sprints. Mm -hmm. 
And if there's carryover work, there's dependencies downstream. It's I think we have to talk about this because there are a lot of scrum teams out there that are trying to sprint over waterfalls. Mm-hmm. They're trying to figure it all out up front. And and I think this is why we actually were able to write a book with all mm-hmm. these anti-patterns that really were not embracing complexity. Complexity is your friend. Scrum helps you make sense of your friend, right? It tells you where you're at. It tells you what's going on in your product. It tells you what you need to change. Embrace that. If you're just trying to follow a, you know, what is what is a a release train plan? Is it how many? Is it like three months now? Yeah, like, I don't yeah. I don't recall the exact number. They've updated it a few times. I, you can't follow that plan. Yeah, I mean, something unless you're you're doing obvious or complicated work. Now, if you're doing obvious work, then you know these frameworks are too expensive for you, anyways. If you're doing complex creative work. That plan's going to get jumbled anyways. Carry works, carryover is not going to happen. The dependencies you thought you had, those are ghosts that you're seeing. Those aren't real things. There's a huge gap between, I've been talking about this a lot lately in classes, a huge gap between expectations and realities that you're not even considering anymore, trying to plan that far out. I, yeah, I think that's where part of yeah. it comes from. When, and you know what? This is usually followed by. Ryan, um, it's usually followed by a measurement that's put into place plan versus actual. Yes. And I cannot think of a measurement that causes more terrible behavior than plan versus actual. Maybe velocity, <laughs> right? but plan versus actual, meaning how many how many PBIs did we plan versus actually get complete? I, I can't think of a I can't think of a way that you can do a better job of lowering quality, demotivating people than doing plan versus actual when you're dealing with complexity. Right, you're coping with complexity, and you're forcing people to come up with plan versus actual. I I can't help but think that um, that that is just a, a a motivation killer, and and it's just it's just a bad metric. And I mean, the reality of it is, uh, you know, I I said this earlier today, and I think it's really true, is that optimism doesn't finish products; reality does. Right. Right. Um, and so, like, why wh- why do we care about plan versus actual? In the complex domain and knowledge work in general, what would we do? We, it means nothing to me. Does well, it, I don't know why. It, because oh. it says below that it's a terrible metric. Why do we care about it? <laughs> we didn't. All right, everybody, we've spit yeah. a little fire today. I think yeah, we're going to call yeah, this yeah. one done. Carryover work's not guaranteed. It shouldn't be happening. Emergence is your friend. Use it. We use empirical process control and Scrum for a reason. Embrace it. What do you think? Have we have we gone too far? Have we said Fo- too much? Well, let's say, focus on the sprint goal. Yeah. Sprint goal is achieve your sprint goal and you're winning. What do you think though? Leave us a comment below, hit that like and subscribe. Todd, 50% of the people watching this video are not subscribed. I'd like that to see at least move to 60%. I'd love to see that. Yeah. What? Not subscribed or subscribed? Subscribed. Okay. Subscribe 60% this week. Let's move that number up. Everybody hit that like and subscribe button. Know the, know when we drop a new video, we're, we're releasing scrum guide 2020 craft root agile, Fixing your Scrum, your daily Scrum, fixing your Kanban, fixing your Agile metrics, and a whole lot more coming your way. Always know when we drop a new episode by hitting that like and subscribe. Check out the socials. We've dropped a few extra videos in here as well. And uh, go forward. Have a good day. We hope this information helps. Let us know in the comments if it did. And uh, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Cheers. See you, everybody. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.